0: Welcome to another David McCracken Ministries podcast. We hope this message inspires and encourages you. Ha 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 ha. Praise God. It was good when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Or to will be singing and dancing, or if you're in New Zealand dancing, Come on, magnify the Lord with me. Let us, let us, let us. God inhabits the praises of his people. Father, we right now acknowledge your spiritual realities, patterns, plans, purposes, strategies, we acknowledge that you know best we do not and father in this place i pray that you will be glorified that your son will be glorified that the holy spirit will be glorified and lord i pray and i declare by the spirit of god that these are days where the church is coming back to god's original intention for the church Oh, it is not an organization to be led, it's a bride to be prepared. It is is an army that is rising up, taking territory, spiritual ground, taking back what the devil has stolen. Lord, these are days of restoration and revival and restitution in the name of Jesus Christ. And we declare today that these are days of miracles. Father, would you speak to us by your word, and then would you break out by your spirit? Let the word and the spirit just come together, marry together today, and let something good happen in the house. Father, we shift our position, and you might even want to move from one foot to the other. You might need to take a step left or right. Again, there's a physical thing. God, we shift position today. If we're in faith, God, take us deeper. Increase our measure of faith, Lord. Lord, if we're doubting, Lord, take us to a place of believing a God. Lord, I pray that the believers in this house will truly become believing believers again. Lord, that we declare that we know who You are and our circumstances and our situations and our disappointments. Lord God, the things that haven't happened will not Determine what can happen we believe you we believe in you but we believe you so Lord would you break out our hearts are ready come on just take a moment if you really are hungry see again I cannot do your hunger for you I cannot do your receiving for you. I cannot do your drawing there for you, but nor can the person on your right and on your left. Come on, young people, children, your parents can't do it for you. Husbands, your wives can't do it for you. Wives, your husbands can't do it for you. And God even was in certain places and things couldn't happen because of people's heart position. God, we reposition our hearts again. I break off apathy. I break off indifference. I break off, Lord, mediocrity, Lord. I break it off in the name of Jesus Christ. Let there be a holy stirring in the people of God. If we don't believe that God is who He says He is and He can do what He says He can do, then what hope does the world have? If the believers don't believe Might as well pack up and go home right now. It's time for believers to believe. It's time for believers to believe. And we're going to preach the Word. We're going to push the Word. We're going to plant the Word. We ready, Callum? We ready, Kim? We ready, Prophet? Come on, we're going to push it in by the Spirit of the living God because know the truth. And the truth will what? Come on, shout it out. Come on, set you free, physically, emotionally, mentally. Come on, spiritually, relationally, positionally. The Bible's either true or it's not. We need to settle the issue. Circumstances aren't sovereign. God is sovereign. It may not have happened, but it doesn't mean it can't happen. Sometimes we land in the place of what if it doesn't happen? What is, I was going to say what a stupid place to land in, but maybe you're thinking that. But if you are, what a stupid place to land in? What if something does happen? Can we land in the right position with our what ifs? What if nothing happens? Then we're exactly how we are now. We don't lose. But what if God breaks out? What if something happens in the Spirit? What if freedom comes? What if healing comes? Let's not be afraid to step out into the uh, onto the water and out of the boat into the place of... God, we need you to come through. Because if nothing happens, I just want you to get this. If nothing happens, then nothing happens. But if something happens, mm. So Father, let a Holy Ghost party get started in the house of God today. And everyone that's ready to get rowdy and noisy and preach the house down with Steve McCracken, said, come on, Jesus. Come on, Father. Come on, Holy Ghost. Do what you want to do in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And all the undignified rowdy. We will not be shut down. We will not let rocks out cry us and now praise us. People in the house shouted Amen. Yeah, not bad. All the people shouted Amen. Amen. You feel free to do that when I'm preaching the Word whenever you want, alright? If you want to stand up and take out your hanky and run around the room, you do it in Jesus' name. Make sure you got your loincloth on at least and just get a running. You may be seated. Thanks, guys. Hallelujah. Are we good? Uh, I need to be disciplined today and just get into it. Why are you shaking your head? Is that because you don't want me to be, or you don't actually have faith to believe that I can be? (laughs) A bit of both. Thanks for your honesty, people. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. I'm already enjoying myself. In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of lemon juice and sour faces and unhappy Christians and miserable people in the house. Oh, God. In the presence of the Lord, there is. Come on, there is weak. In the presence of the Lord, there is. I wonder if the people of God need to get familiar again with the word fullness. Come on. Is this coming to me now? Can we go? See that undisciplined thing? You shook your head, so you've all you, your fault. But uh, fullness, come on, come on. <laughs> oh, God is good. We need to get back familiar with the word fullness. We have reduced God to a measure, and God wants to be fullness. The Bible even says in John three thirty-four that he gives the spirit without measure. What's that? Fullness. Come on, shout it at me. The Bible says that you will be full filled to the measure of the fullness of the stature of Jesus Christ. You'll be filled. You'll be filled. None of this trickle. None of this sprinkling nonsense. Come on. Full immersion. Going under. Coming. Oh, fullness, fullness, fullness. I don't want a little bit of God. I want fullness. I want fullness. The world does not deserve or require or need a bunch of Christians that have a trickle of God every now and then flowing in we need some full christians and if that's radical for you again i declare it loud to the body of christ that's normal christianity anything else is subnormal measure is subnormal fullness is normal you shall be slightly touched when the holy spirit comes upon you Your otherwise good life will get slightly better. Why are we laughing when we're living that way? Can we just get back to Bible? I no longer live. Christ lives in me. True or not true? True. Come on. True or not true? true? I don't live. Christ lives in me. Do you not know that you're the dwelling place, the habitation of the Holy Spirit who lives in you? You shall be filled when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Come on, filled to the measure of the fullness, the fullness, the fullness of what? The stature of Jesus Christ. What the? You shall be filled to the measure of the fullness. Too many Christians that compare themselves to other Christians and saying, at least I'm not that. The correct comparison is compare yourself to Jesus and say, Am I that? I don't need to be better than you, I need to be like Jesus. I don't pride myself that at least I'm not doing that anymore. Come on, come on, come on. Am I living like Jesus lived? Am I walking like Jesus walked? This is what God is calling the church to be. And if you don't like it loud here, don't go to heaven because there's going to be praising and celebrating and rejoicing around the throne come on the devil is trying to silence the voice of the people of God he's trying to put a lid on us and contain us and I ain't going down quietly I'm realizing more and more that God is who he says he is that God can do what he says he can do that I am who he says I am come on we're either the light and the soul or we're not come on One moment. Thanks, Carol. So kind. Every church needs a Carol. But every church doesn't have a Carol like this Carol. People say God doesn't have favorites. It's not true. it's Miracle Sunday. Oh, it's Miracle Sunday. It's Miracle Sunday. Mm. Funny statement, really, because every day should be a miracle day. Come on. Don't let Sunday be your God day. Every day. Every moment, when I awake, I'm still with you. Come on, where can I go from your presence? If I go to the far side of the seas, you're there. If I go to the heights, you're there. If I go to the depths, you're there. Come on, wherever I go there, you are Emmanuel, God with us, omniscient, omnipresent. Come on now. God's in your past and your present and in your future all at the same time. He's never been caught by surprise. He is not put off. He has not derailed. He has not shut the door. He has not put do not disturb sign. Come on. Some of you think God's put a do not disturb sign. He's got to come on in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. But I'm in rags. Great. I specialize in turning rags into robes. Mm. Let me be God, says the Lord. Because you're not really good at doing it yourself. Let me be God. Let me be God. Let me be God. Let me be God, says the Lord. I'm Jehovah Jireh. I am your provider. Stop trying to provide for your family and start stewarding what I provide. Come on. I am Jehovah Rapha. I am your healer. I wasn't your healer. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. Let's not be people that believe that God moved back in the Bible days and now the only thing that speaks is God's Word. Come on, let's not reduce God to wrong theology. Can I just hear an amen? God still speaks today because God is the Word and the and the Word speaks. He can't stop being who He is. It's miracle Sunday because our God is a miracle working God. Can I hear an amen? Not God was, not God was, but God was and is and is to come. Psalm 90 verse 2. From everlasting to everlasting, you simply are. When I introduced myself to Abraham, I am who I am, not I was who I am. You good, Joe? Come on, man. Mm. Miracle-working God. Come on, same yesterday. Same today. Same forever. Come on. A miracle-working God. The very, very fearfulanda. Th- we' just gonna. I'm just I don't know what I'm doing, but just enjoy it all right. <laughs> What is this preaching teaching exhorting what is it oh, I'm not sure but come on we need to we need to encourage ourselves and we need to come around God's word the very very first introduction we have into God's eternal plan is we hear in the very beginning in the beginning God created this miracle right there come on let's let, let's start there today the starting point of, Of our introduction into God's eternal plan is in the beginning God created. Very first thing, miracles, 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 miracles in Jesus' name. Just give me a moment. I feel I need to breathe. Can some of you do some breathing for me? How many people know you can't do that? Mm Mm-hmm. No one can do your believing for you, You're receiving for you. Do you know that's one of the greatest things you'll ever hear? Because no one can put a lid on your relationship with God. Paul, I'm in prison. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. God, you're worthy to be praised. But Paul, look where you are. No, don't look where I am. Look who I'm with. I'm going to rejoice in the Lord always. Praise God. Thank you that I'm worthy of suffering for the sake of Jesus Christ. Here's the word of the Lord to someone you're going to suffer in this life. Make sure it's for the glory of God, not just because of our stupid mistakes. Come on. They suffer for the glory of God. In this world, you'll have tribulation, but be a good cheer. I've overcome that. Come on. You're in prison. I'm there. You're in a fiery furnace. I'm there. You're in a lion's den. I am there. Wherever you are, walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. Why? Not because I'm not in the valley of a shadow of death, but because you are with me. God being with you is the greatest thing in our lives. Hmm. Who's in you is greater than what you're in. Word of the Lord today, if you want a title, pick your own. No, uh, this is the Word of the Lord. This is what he said to me just straight up. And and i I just let you know ahead of time, it's going to be a long meeting. (laughs) I ain't joking. My flight's at 5.20. I got to at least four (laughs) o'clock. Here's the word of the Lord, keep believing. That's the word of the Lord today, keep believing. Keep believing. Keep believing. Keep believing. I believe God wants Steve and nothing happened. Keep believing. I've been praying for 10 years. Keep believing. Keep believing. God is glorified by miracles happening because they reflect who he is. He's a miracle-working God. But God is glorified in our lives when we keep believing even if we don't see the miracles. Did you hear what I just said or not? God is glorified when we keep believing when we're not seeing, when we keep believing but we're still waiting. When we keep believing, but we're still hurting. When we keep believing, but we've got questions. Come on, church. Come on, church. You keep believing. You keep... No, 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 Steve. It's when we have the miracles. No, God does the miracles. Come on. Our part is to keep believing. Hebrews 11, verse 6. Without faith, you cannot please God. Without faith, believing, conviction that God is who he says he is and God can do. Without Belief in God, an unshakable persuasion, a conviction, rock solid. I don't care what's happening around me. I ain't been moved from this position. Too many Christians are moving positions by the pull and the sway of the world and what the world dictates is right and wrong. Come on, church! I'm calling you back to standing on the truth of who God is and what God's word says. What God determines something to be is what it is. Male is male, female is female. Marriage is between a husband and a wife. God, who is Who he says he is, God can do what he says he can do. Maybe not politically correct, but it's biblically correct and know the truth, and the truth will set you free. It's time to be anchored again to God's word. But I feel this feelings are what are destroying people these days. I need to know the truth because my feelings are deceptive. Come on, anyone else. I follow my feelings, I end up in a bad place, and then I start to blame God. When you come back without faith, you can't please God. We need to just let that sink in. I can't please God unless I'm in a place of faith. Isn't that what it says? It says, without faith, it's impossible, not difficult. I'm, I'm saying some statements. I need you to get the simplicity of it and not complicate it. Don't add your butts. No one likes your big butts. Come on, we need to, let's get back to the word. It's probably inappropriate. But okay, go with me here. Without faith, it's impossible. Say it's impossible. Impossible. That comment was worthy of your senior pastor. So without faith, it's impossible to please God. It's not the outcome. It's the faith that pleases God. It's the faith. I prayed for many people and more people that I prayed for have not been healed, then have been healed. I've prayed for some people and they've died. You might be slow in coming up the front today, but that's okay. Because <laughs> I'm progressing in my faith. I'm progressing. Was it something I said? Uh, uh, that God can even raise the dead. Come on. Don't let what you haven't seen determine what is possible. I would just, let's just keep it simple today. But Steve, you don't know what I've, no, I don't. And you don't know what I've, and you don't know what everyone, come on. We are all subject to disappointment, frustration, hurt, betrayal. Let's not elevate our place and have a martyr complex that actually just keeps us from receiving what God has got for us. It's time to keep believing. What's the alternative? Look at the fruit of the alternative. Bitterness, come on. Frustration, disappointment, but stepping back from God, stepping back from, come on, come on, come on. The alternative to keep believing is no good. It's no good. But Steve, mm, without faith, it's impossible. It's just impossible. Isn't I love the directness of God's word? Some of you think I'm direct. Nothing like the word. Without faith, impossible. I love God, I love I just don't no, impossible. The reason why you can't separate faith and love Wow Is because faith is a it is you believe in the person, not believe in that they exist, just that they exist, but you believe in them. If they say something, you believe them. that proves that there's a there's there's a love, because it, it it's all based in trust. It's all based in trust. Hallelujah. All right, I'm going to read through some scriptures in a moment. I just love doing what I do. Praise God. God. The highest part of faith is not believing for a miracle, it's believing in God. What does it say when we believe for a miracle, it doesn't happen, and we step back from God? I'll tell you what it says we've made the miracle more important than God, we've made an idol out of our need. Come on, it says in Hebrews 11, all these people lived in faith and they died in faith, still believing. They lived in faith and they died in faith. They were still believing. They didn't receive the promise, but they were still believing. Come on, church. I need us to get this simple message dropped into our spirit. It's faith that pleases God, not results of faith. And then we need a shift from believing for miracles to believing in God. And I don't mean, again, believing in him that he exists, but I believe God. I actually have a confidence. I have a complete trust in him. I trust his faithfulness. I trust his track work on. And when I see something different than what I think I should see, and even what I believe the Bible says, I will not reduce, oh, I will not reduce God down to my limited, natural, finite understanding. How dare we do that to God? Come on. He is who he says he is. Part of the maturity of the Christian life is living with contradiction without being derailed. You got to understand, I got lots of them in my life. Don't look at me that way and think, well, it's easy for you. If I listed my ailments, if I listed some of the things I've gone through, including mental health things, even over recent times, you'll go, what the? I need you to understand. I'm still believing, I'm still preaching. It doesn't deny my reality, but we got to stop letting the reality rule. I mean this with absolute love because this is attached to your freedom. You're not a unique individual when it comes to the challenges of life. That belief attaches to it. A a martyr victim complex. And this is something I've been journeying through. Praise God for my wife who's really helped me see at times. That's Come on, I'm serving you, God. Why would this happen to me? Those words that come out of my mouth even over recent weeks, I'm being honest with you. But praise God, I realigned by someone who spoke the truth. I'm speaking the truth today. You can realign because when we realign to the truth, the power of the enemy diminishes. And we need to be honest, eh? The devil's desire is not for you to do some big sin, because sin of doing something wrong is never really the issue. It's the result. The devil's main desire is for you to stop believing God. Because you can't please God without it. So if he can stop you believing, then he can stop you pleasing God. Did you just get the simplicity of what I said? Sometimes oh, I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't. Do... No, the biggest thing is he wants to get you to stop believing God. You've been waiting so long see God's not faithful. See God healed them but he hasn't healed you yet. See there's something maybe wrong with you. What's wrong with you? Come on, we need to start to soul search and maybe we need to start to look inwards and and 3 years later we're still looking inwards and we become self-focused and the devil has stopped us believing God by spinning lies. Don't stop believing. The devil, his primary attack is to get you to question, did God really say? Are you, if you are the son of God, I need to try and get you to doubt what God has said. The truth is we can talk ourselves out of or into anything. And it's time to start to talk ourselves into faith. Refuse to settle in the graveyard of unbelief. Refuse to settle in the graveyard of unbelief. I come to preach sometimes, I've got to get up and stir myself up in the Holy Ghost. I've got to shake off some things. I've got to push through some things. I believe one of the word of the Lord's to this church at the moment, I'm talking to every person in this room, is learn to push through. Because I think we've got the bless me, bless me, get down pat in this house. But we don't have the push through where we need to be yet. If we're getting derailed by something, we need to push through. See, you, you believe that God needs to remove the thing that derails. No, we need to push through the thing that derails. We we see the power of God in the presence of our enemies, not in the absence. Come on, that boom! Let it drop in. Let it drop in. We see the power of God in the presence of our. He prepares a banqueting table. What is that speaking of? All that He has provided and given us. Come on, church. I prepare that in the presence of your enemies, not in the absence of your enemies. Come on, stop focusing on the enemies attacking you and start to see them sitting around, seeing you eat the delicacies of God in your face, devil. Ah, righteousness. Ah, That tastes good. Peace and joy. Oh, I am free. You're on the road to hell, but I'm going to heaven, devil. (laughs) Come sit at my table. Watch me eat. I've tasted and seen of the goodness of God. (laughs) He returned to us the joy of our salvation, Sally spoke on Friday night. Come on, this is the greatest thing. Return us to the joy of our salvation. The greatest joy should not be in a miracle. It should be in our salvation. It shouldn't be in us feeling physically better. But that we are dead. We were dead and now we're alive we got to get the right perspective of the lens. We need to talk ourselves into faith. Come on, church. Talk ourselves into faith. I declare it is open season on miracles. I'm even drinking fast. I'm going to choke. Thank you, Kylie. <laughs> Don't build a theology on what has not happened. It's open season. It's open season. It's open season. It's open season. Get the picture, you know, places, people that hunt and stuff. Sometimes there's seasons that you can, seasons you can't. You know, in duck hunting season or whatever, it's open. Well, I declare it's open season on miracles. It's open. It's it's open. It's open. It's open. It's open. It's open. Come on. (laughs) Baha'i has set before you an open door, says the Lord. Come on. I'm preaching myself happy. I'm preaching myself into believing. Anyone else? Come on. All right, I'm going to read through a bunch of scriptures. I said that before, but I'm actually going to do it. And then we're going to pray for anyone that needs a miracle. And I'll be here until every person that wants a miracle is prayed for, all right? But I want you to get the word of the Lord on the inside of you. We're about to read the word, and it is the truth. So if we read anything that stirs anything in you, I want it out of your mouth, all right? got to start to come into agreement with the truth. That is stepping into faith. Matthew chapter 4. Okay, Adrian, let's go. Come on now. Anyone in the house good? Matthew 4. As I read this, this is what I need us all to do. I've said it. I'm just going to say it one more time. Don't add your but to it. Just take it as the truth. Uh, the Holy Spirit's on this right now. Your problem is not your problem. It's your view of your problem because you believe in something different to what the Bible simply says. Because surely that can't mean that for us, or maybe God doesn't actually mean what he says there. Stop questioning the word, start accepting the word, and see your life changed. When, when God says something, and we go, but what does he mean? What he says. What he says. So let's take God at His word and feel free to enjoy God's word. Amen. Matthew four twenty three and <clears throat> 24, Jesus went throughout Galilee teaching. Oh, okay. Last interruption. Um, <laughs> that laugh was little, but uh, I'm not sure that was quite appropriate. Uh, we'll have words later. Uh, no, no. Just joking. Jesus is our example. Just stay there. In this world you will be like Jesus. One John four seventeen. Don't make the apostles your primary example, make Jesus. You follow the apostles, you might get called Satan. Follow Jesus. <laughs> We, we get ourselves, we've got ourselves into trouble. Oh, I haven't seen this before. We elevate, oh, a second. God help me, help me, help me. I know what I'm sensing. We have elevated Jesus to something unattainable. So we've had to go for what's the next best thing. Oh, look what Peter did and Paul did. Maybe one day we can do that. Jesus said, no, 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 you'll do even greater things than me. No, that that can't mean what it means. So let's let's go to someone else that's flawed and stuff. He goes, but hang on, you're born again. The spirit that is on me is now in you. That's why you can do greater things because he's not just on you. He's in you. He became flesh and dwelt among us. Come on. He put aside his divinity and he stepped down. He said, I am living this life. When he suffered temptation, it says that he suffered it just as we did, not different. So Jesus is our example. Hmm. I agree. Jesus went through Galilee teaching in the synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom. <laughs> it doesn't say, oh, God, i so, God, this is, there's so many notes. To get through. Proclaiming the good news of the kingdom. Not just the good news of the gospel or the good news of grace. The good news of the authority of God on this earth as in heaven. That's good news. Devil, <laughs> you defeated. Come sit at my table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said, I'll give you the keys to the kingdom. Whatever I bind on earth, you you not you as an the devil's at the table. <laughs> no. Blessings. No, no, no. <laughs> All right. God help me here. Proclaiming the good news of the kingdom. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. <laughs> Adrian, be quiet. Okay, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every. Everyone say every. 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 disease and sickness among the people. Come on, just let the word. News about him spread all over Syria, and people brought to him all who were ill with various diseases, those suffering severe pain. Anyone been there? The demon possessed. We'll move right on. Um, those having seizures, the paralyzed, and what did he do? He didn't go, oh, maybe you, maybe not you. No, you need to clean that up. You need to sort that out. No, no, it's to God's glory. You stay with your sickness. Don't go there. Let's just go to the Word. Matthew 8, verse 2 and 3. A man with leprosy came, skin infections come on and now before him and said Lord if you are willing you can make me clean and Jesus reached out his hand and he touched the man this is why sometimes we lay hands on people there's something that happens in the impartation that Pastor Stephen talked about he reached out his hand he touched the man and he said three words just three words just three words that we need to get I am willing I am willing. Today in the house of God the Lord says I am willing. I am willing. Why? Because I'm the same yesterday and the same today and the same forever. Many in the church don't know if God or even believe if God is willing. Settle it. I am willing he said. Be clean and immediately He was cleansed immediately. He was cleansed of his leprosy. Uh, Matthew 8, verse 5 through to 8. And then verse 13. When Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, never, never get too proud to ask God for help. Come on, this was a centurion. This was, come on, a man who had hundreds under him. He goes, I need help. I'm going straight to the source. Stop going to something else. It doesn't satisfy. Come to the source. His name is Jesus Christ. Lord, he said, my servant. He lies at home paralyzed, and he's suffering terribly. And Jesus said to him, shall I come and heal him? And the centurion said, Lord, I do not deserve to have you even come under my roof. That's our posture. That's not worm. That's humility. I know who you are. I know who you am. I ain't worthy, but if God, I am coming to you. And And then he says, but just... Say the word, and my servant will be healed. Mm. Come on, get the language of the people who approach Jesus. It wasn't say the word, and maybe something might happen. You just say the word, Jesus. I know he will be healed. we got to get back to knowing in our Noah. Mm. Then, verse 13, then Jesus said to the centurion, go. Watch. Let it be done just as as you believed it would (laughs) and the servant was healed at that moment what moment when the man believed (laughs) Jesus you can heal me if you want Uh -uh, uh -uh, uh -uh. come on let it be done as you believe we're going to pray for people in a few moments and I want to declare of you let it be done as you believe That doesn't mean you have to have perfect faith. God prayed for one person. He says, do you believe? He goes, I believe. Would you help my unbelief? I'm not probably where I should be. I am coming. I have a measure, but I don't have it all together. You don't need to have it all together. You just got to be looking in the right direction. And his name is Jesus Christ. Verse 14. To 17 Matthew 8 and when Jesus came to Peter's house he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever can you see the different things paralyzed fever rashes leprosy all these things um, he touched her hand and the fever left her this is our Jesus people and she got up and began to wait on him and when evening came Many who were demon possessed were brought to him, and he drove out the spirits with a word, and he healed all the sick. Come on. I just want to declare, I need you to get something right now. A little bit longer in the Word, and then we're going to pray. But I need you to get this. I need you to get this. Many of Jesus' miracle healings were accompanied, came after he drove out a demon. We don't want to talk about this, and there's a lot of thoughts about this. But here is the theology I want to present to you just in a second. I need you to receive it. You cannot be born again and demon-possessed at the same time. The Spirit of God will not cohabit with an evil spirit. Are you with me? They won't remain in the same house having fellowship with each other. Are you with me, church? But you better believe you can be demonically oppressed by the enemy because this is called the fiery darts, and he can latch on literally physically to the flesh and the body, and it can be the demonic that is actually causing. you. We're going to see it in a moment. People Mute people not being able to talk and deaf people not being. It can be demonic. Don't fear that. Because we have authority over it. But sometimes in these meetings, we need to go there. And if by the Spirit of God, I go there, don't say, oh, he's, I'm not saying this in you. But if there's something that the enemy, come on. If there's an enemy that's breaking into your house, come on, you don't think I'm bad, I'm bad. Get him out. Are you with me? Sure, Rabbi, Hallelujah. Where am I? Praise God. And then it says in verse 17, this was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and he bore our diseases. He, come on, get what he's saying here. I took it up. I bore them. I've carried them. I paid the price for them. You don't have to. This is what it is, guys. Listen, listen, listen. I, I paid for that in full. It is finished, means it is finished. Come on. Paid in full. Not just sins, but sicknesses, praise be. Matthew 9. Praise God. I reckon I might make this the last scripture almost. And uh, Amen. I just pray the word is stirring our faith. See, sometimes we need to preach the word of faith long enough till we move to the position of faith. So that when we pray, we're actually believing. Are you with me? Verse 18, Matthew 9. Uh, 18, and we might read down to maybe about 35. While he was saying this, a synagogue leader came, Knelt before him and said, My daughter has just died. Okay, now we're getting, now it's getting worse. Come on. We've had paralyzed, we've had people lame, we've had people with fevers. Now we've got someone dead. And they're still coming to Jesus. Don't put a limit on what he can heal or resurrect. Come on, church. This is the Bible. My daughter's just died. But come and put your hand on her and she will live. Just just sit there. Listen to the words of the people that came. She's dead. It's probably too late. But if there's anything you might be able to do, would you just? No, she's dead. But if you come put your hand, she's going to live. Because you're a miracle working God. You've you done it before. You can do it again. I believe Hmm. Jesus got up and went with him and so did his disciples and just then a woman who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak and we know from other gospels she pushed through the crowd river edge church come on this is the pushing through again God, if you want to, no, push through the crowd. Come on, Jesus, if you want to, no, break open the roof and lower someone down into it. Come on, Jesus, if you want to, no, blind Bartimaeus. Come on, Jesus. And the disciples saying, be quiet. No, I will not be quiet. I'm blind and I need to see. Don't you dare stop me getting to Jesus. Maybe we're not desperate enough. She said to herself, if only I touch his cloak. Listen again. What did she say? I will be healed. Jesus turned and saw her take heart, daughter. He said, your faith. Come on. He didn't say, I'm about to heal you. No, your faith has healed you. I'm just telling you what the Bible says, people. And the woman was healed at that moment when her faith kicked into action. I can stay at home and say, I believe, I believe. But I tell you what, it's Jesus that touches. When I pray for you, it ain't me, it's Jesus. Come on, come on. It wasn't Paul. It wasn't Peter. But they came with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. And I want to tell you, I am full of the power of the Holy Ghost. And we are ready to pray. But we need to understand that it's your faith that will heal you when you kick it into action. If you need it, you're going to come out in a moment. And you're going to come out and look to God and we're going to pray for people and people are going to be healed, Can I hear an amen. amen. But you need to bring your faith because Jesus couldn't even do some miracles because of people's lack of faith. So I ain't got no hope without your faith. If you don't have the faith, just stay there and ask God to increase your faith and then step out, okay? Let's have a faith-filled environment. When Jesus entered the synagogue leader's house and saw the noisy crowd, just heard the Holy Ghost say, some people say, yeah, but I've been prayed for many times. I'm reading your mind. Yes, I am. The Lord says, stop going to your butts. Come on. Come on. Let's stop going there. Let's stop going there. Let Let faith arise. Let faith arise. Let faith arise. Let faith arise come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Ghost can do anything in an instant, and sometimes He does, and sometimes He doesn't. Even the blind man, Jesus had to pray a second time. Why did God say, naming, go and dip seven times, because I want to see if you'll just give up after the first time, or the second time, and the third time. Come on, walk around the walls of Jericho seven times, and on the seventh day, seven times. Why? I want to know if you just want your instant miracle, or if you'll push in, and you will go again, and you will go again, because we going to keep on believing and if I've been prayed for many times I've had an eye condition that has been um, terrible my whole life and uh, uh, about a year ago I got told it's diminished to the point I can't drive anymore I'm about 50% vision and I can't drive I'm still believing but while I'm believing I'm not sitting under some tree going woe is me praise God for my wife praise God for Uber but you need to understand we've all got things but don't let the things define you. God defines you. It's time to start believing again. Believe, 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 believe. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. I feel the Father's looking down on heaven, literally on the edge of his seat right now going, "Come on. Here's my picture. Get your own picture. That's my picture. Come on, let's do this. Finally, come on. Someone who's actually taking steps of faith. You need to know when I'm praying for you, I'm taking steps of faith. We might see something in someone and we might not see something in another person. I'm not saying I'm not getting out of faith. I'm just saying the practical realities. But I'm going to believe and I'm going to go again and you're going to go again. And if something doesn't happen in the moment, you're going to keep on believing. Come on. It might be on the sixth time. It might be on the seventh time. It might be. Praise God. And when Jesus entered the synagogue, led his house and saw, verse 23, the noisy crowd and people playing pipes, he said, go away. This girl's not dead, but asleep. I love Jesus' perspective because she was dead. She ain't dead. Mm -hmm. No, physically, but spiritually, man, there's still life. (laughs) Don't let the natural (laughs) determine to the spiritual. Don't let the natural be your greatest reality. We are sons and daughters of the Most High God. We are filled with the Spirit of the living God. That's who we are. She ain't dead. She but sleeping. That is like the gangster version. Just look at me. I look like a gangster. But they look after him, verse 25. And after the crowd... Had been put outside. You get this. After the crowd who had just laughed at what Jesus said were put outside. The people who did not believe put him out. He went in then with the ones who did believe and took the girl by the hand and the dead girl got up. Can you see the importance of your faith? News of this spread all over the region as Jesus went on from there. Two blind men came calling out, have mercy on us, son of David. And when he had gone indoors, the blind man came to him and said, and he said to them, listen, do you believe? Can you see how clear it is? Maybe you've never seen it as clear. Do you believe that I can do this? That's the word of the Lord to you right now. Before we pray, do you believe? Do you believe I can do this? Yes, Lord, they replied. Mm-hmm. Then he touched their eyes and said, "According to your faith, let it be done." Can you see us? This? this is good. My faith. Come on, even salvation. It's all Jesus. It's all Jesus. No, by His grace through my faith, I am saved. Miracle by Jesus' finished work with my faith, I am healed. Come on, church. Let's stop waiting for God to do what He's waiting for us to do. And their sight was restored. I love this last part here. Jesus warned them sternly, don't tell anyone about this. Isn't it seriously the most redundant statement in the Bible? Your life has just been changed. Don't talk about this. (laughs) I just find that funny. Anyone else? (laughs) You're blind, now you see. Just shh. You're all knowing you're very wise, Jesus, but really? And so they went out and they spread the news about him all over the region. (laughs) But that happens every time. I don't know if this was reverse psychology, Jesus, but it surely worked. (laughs) Who healed you? I don't know. I was blind. Now I see testimonies bring glory to God and it's time for some more testimonies and while they were going out a man who was demon possessed and could not talk was brought to Jesus and when the demon was driven out the man who had been mute spoke do you see it and the crowd was amazed nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel but the Pharisees said it's not the isn't it not by the prince of demons that he drives out demons aren't, aren't religious people just stupid seriously Seriously Jesus went through all the towns and villages teaching in the synagogue's proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing all and every sickness Seriously 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 Matthew 15:30 30 to 31 great crowds came to him bringing the lame The blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others laid them at his feet, and he just healed them all. And the people were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the crippled made well, the lame walking, the blind seen. And here's the key thing, and they praised the God of Israel. They praised the God of, be thankful for your miracle, but praise the God of Israel. Praise the Lord our God. The purpose of miracles is I – Lily, if you want to come back up, that would be awesome, or whatever's happening. You do the logis- logistics, I'll just do this part. I read one scripture, and this is the last verse, and I want to share a testimony, and we're going to pray. And I realized throughout this time, some might need to head off and stuff. If you need to head up, at you want your miracle you, – then be like the woman with the issue of blood and just push through the crowd and come to the front. If someone's pushing past you today, let them push past you. How about we celebrate other people's miracles because that might be the thing that gets us our miracles. And in your waiting, celebrate the ones that are receiving. That right there is a word. In your waiting, celebrate the ones who are receiving. Come on, come on, come on. It's more blessed to give them receive. God heal them. When I'm praying for someone... Every one of us. Come on, God, heal them. Come on, let's stir our faith. Don't go quiet. But this verse I read, then Jesus began, this is Matthew eleven twenty. Then Jesus began to denounce the towns in which most of his miracles had been performed. Why? Because they did not repent. That's not, I'm sorry for my sins. That's they changed their way of thinking from self to God. They did not turn their attention to Him and start to worship Him. He denounced some of the towns where the miracles were done because people didn't actually turn their attention to God. That says to me, the purpose of the miracle is not so I feel better, but it's that God is glorified. And that is the most important thing I just said. The point of the miracle is so that God can be glorified. This world needs an encounter with the miracle-working God. I was in Indonesia three weeks ago, ministering in Jakarta. And I want to read this testimony I got five days after I was there. In 2021 last year, this young lady got hit by a truck and survived, but the rear wheels crushed 50% of her entire leg from thigh to toe. After the reconstruction surgery, this is them sending me this written account. The doctor said her leg needed to be in braces, uh, Uh, for at least a year to promote the healing. Fast forward to early 2022, this year, she was diagnosed with bone cancer, which is now spread to to her breast. And she also has given rise to polycystic ovary syndrome. So she got crushed leg, bone cancer, breast cancer, and um, polycystic ovary syndrome. In July 17th, last month, she made the decision to get baptized. On July 22nd to 24th, she attended the conference. This is the one I was speaking at in Jakarta. Uh, so we're in two three weeks ago in a wheelchair. I saw her being wheeled in in the middle of worship. I was on the side. I wasn't even preaching the session. I was on the side. I saw her being wheeled in, a young lady. And I saw two people, one on either side, lift her out. She couldn't walk at all. Lift her out and put her into a seat. And the Spirit of God said to me, go and pray for her. And I didn't know what was what, so I asked what it was, and I asked permission, and I started to pray, and I interceded for her in that moment. So I started to pray for her in that meeting. Um, Her foot went from being on an elevated thing. She was able to put on the ground, which she said was an improvement. I said, I'm going to keep on praying and believing. I didn't see a full miracle, but then listen to the rest of this. Later that day, her leg became more painful. Thank you, Jesus. Her doctor asked her to be admitted to a hospital. So you might not want to be praying for you. But... <clears throat> July 27. Are you with me? Three days later, she went for a checkup and found that her bone cancer had worsened. The bone cancer tumour had grown by another two and a quarter centimetres in diameter, requiring immediate surgery to remove the tumour, following by at least six chemotherapy uh, appointments to resolve the bone and the breast cancer. At this stage, after nearly a year, how many people have been encouraged? Uh, after nearly a year of being in braces, her bone was still 40% fragmented, which was 20% slower than predicted, mainly due to the cancer. The newly formed bones were irregular as well. July 28th, four days after, she went for another checkup because her legs had become more painful and swollen. The doctor got an x-ray both for the leg and her breast and also ordered her to do physiotherapy session at noon that day. On July 28th at 1.30 p.m. after waiting for more than an hour in the physiotherapy, the nurse and the doctor went into her room smiling and without a wheelchair. The doctor suddenly tapped on her supposedly broken leg and instructed the nurse to remove the bandages and the braces. The doctor said the reason why they came in an hour and a half late was because they were so confused by the x-ray results and had to confirm the results with his team. Her leg bone showed up completely smooth and dense like nothing had happened. Her breast cancer did not show up anywhere on the x-ray. The 13 cysts on her ovaries also disappeared without a trace. And when the doctor asked her to stand up, she was able to stand up without any difficulties, any muscle weakness whatsoever. And then she started to hop and dance around the room and she's completely healed by the power of God. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Turn your eyes to heaven. Let's not buck God, in, let's keep believing. If you see the evidence today, praise Him. Are you with me, church? if someone else sees the evidence today, praise God, church. Not quietly, but praise Him. If like this lady, nothing happens in the meeting, praise God. God, He is blessed when we praise before we see. Come on. Friday, Friday, Friday. Jesus died. Saturday was a silent day. But Sunday was resurrection. Miracle Sunday. And God still heals. Father, I know that you hear me. And you hear our cry. And we're just asking for miracles to break out. All right now by the Spirit of God, this is where your faith kicks in. Be it unto you according to your faith. Some of you, right now, uh, uh, you need a you just need to ask God to forgive your unbelief and say, "God, would You increase my faith?" Come on. I've been there many times. Father, would you forgive me for my unbelief, the times where I've doubted, where I've stepped back, where I've questioned, forgive me, cleanse me. That's it, that's done. Now God, increase my measure of faith. God, I believe, would you help my unbelief? If you're sick, if you need a miracle right now, even where you're standing, I want you to just say, Father, Father, heal me right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, let miracles break out in this place even now. And if you want me to partner with you in this, as Lily just plays and fills this room with the glory of the Lord, I want you to come come to the front right now and we're going to start to pray for miracles. This is not hype, but this is faith. Hallelujah. And I and I just and if it's you, push right to the front, Orabah. And if you need to leave or something, you push through. You get what you need. You get what you need. But come on, fill us with the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Miracles, 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 miracles. I'm gonna ask Stephen and Kylie and Sally to join me as we go down. Again, if you need to live, you need to live, you need to pick up your kids, pick up your kids. But if you want to pray for, just push through right now. Get my attention. Say, pray for me first. That's all cool. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got to get past our fear of man. We got to get. Hallelujah. I just saw Lily and I thought she was playing the piano. And I, whoa, miracles. There's two of them. Hallelujah. Be healed in Jesus' name. Kuraba Sakira We keep it all come back. No, 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 stay there. No, 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 just stay there. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thanks for listening. For more content, head to our website, DavidMcracken.org.